0: Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com slash not just anyone to schedule a free consultation today. That's Hello, dot com slash not just anyone.
1: Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring, boring, boring. Okay, one thing the game needs is more people like you, you, you.
0: Still have bro man run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. there's This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball. Baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring.
1: All right, welcome back to the Baseball Isn't Boring podcast. A little bit of an unfamiliar voice on the podcast right now. This is the producer, Producer Evan. I'm filling in for Rob as he had some scheduling issues but we are joined today by the uh the great Jordan Simpson of uh Mets Twitter and of now of of really a viral like basically United States maybe worldwide fame due to your uh your really awesome video so the first thing i wanted to ask was how did you find out that like John Boy Media posted it i think that might have been like the thing that kind of blew it up and like when you were when you were making the montage, because obviously I'm a Met fan, so I like follow you and I follow Jingle Man, uh, you know, at Real Black 14 on Twitter. Yeah. But so I kind of have seen your 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 videos as they've gone on, but how did you like so did you, you post this on TikTok and then John Boy picked it up and posted it? How did you like find out? Or was it your you just went to your Twitter one day and it was just blowing up?
0: It was weird. So I it's funny cause the montage I didn't even make somebody else made the montage of all of them together. So the last one Ouch. I posted was the Mania one. And I posted that on, sun, on Sunday cause he signed at like 5am in the morning, which was convenient, but um, yeah, I, we made that video and it was weird. Cause I kept on getting likes and more likes on that video. Like, cause usually you post something and a couple of days go by and say, like, yeah, whatever, but it kept happening yeah. and I was at a rehearsal on Friday. And I see a notification on TikTok, and it said talking baseball commented on your video. I'm like, wait, that's like the talking baseball, or is that somebody who has that same name. So I opened it and it was exactly. actually them. And then like, not even two minutes later, I see John boy media followed you talking baseball, followed you Shay station, followed you. And all of a sudden they were retweeting. I'm like, okay, now my phone's going to be buzzing my whole in en- the whole entire gig. In my pocket and whatnot. But that was, that was, cra- I didn't expect it at all. It really came out of nowhere, but it was awesome.
1: Yeah, So going back to like the origin story of um, at least you and then how you kind of connected with him. So I think the first time I saw you on Twitter and I, I'm kind of new to Twitter, too. Like um, I like I kind of saw tweets like from outside of Twitter and then I joined like this past year. But the first one I saw of you was when you remade the SNY theme song for when they're going into the Mech game. So like I, I knew that you had like some crazy music skills, but how did you and uh Jingle Man, I'm not I'm not even sure what his real name is. Do you know Greg like the real name? Man. Greg, okay. Greg, yeah. So how did you um or Greg? Sorry, how did you get connected with him and how did you start doing this? Because I I mean it makes total sense. You know, he's the guy who makes the songs, you're the guy who makes the music. Right. Like, how did you connect with him? And then also like, how does the planning go? Like when you, when you come upon a player that obviously you find out the Mets are interested, how does that kind of, how does the planning go into that?
0: Yeah. So the first, when we, he posted a video, this was back in, I believe, it's actually it's funny the shirt, I let the kids play. He did a, it was after I think Alvarez and Beatty, they're doing pretty well. And so athlete logos was like, Hey, you know, go let the kids play. And he said, Jingle Man, can you do like a, a spoof or like a parody of it and do a song? And so he did it. And so I saw it and I was like, I right, bet I'm going to put some music behind it. And I just kind of did it for fun. And then blew up and were like wait hold up this is something and so that's when i realized okay this is like a something to take note of just that kind of collaboration and that's how it all kind of began from that side and so this is like the let the kids play shirt from athlete logos um but in terms of how it go it really just depends it's very because sometimes it's the mets have interest so you have more time like okay they have interest you never know what's going to happen then there's stuff like yeah. okay they signed somebody it's a like, Okay, so now we have to like think of something on the spot. What do you think? And so I'll have an idea, he'll have an idea, and then from there like he'll throw a song. And, like I know these songs, but like, I don't know how to play them, so I have to learn the songs like on the spot and feel great. Okay, this is how I play it and then just go forward and then make it together and I try to make it as quick of a turnaround as we can so that it's still pretty relevant. But yeah, that's a lot of go- a lot of stuff goes into it for sure.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think the biggest one, because actually, um, you know, speaking of him and speaking of your songs together, he's actually and it probably is getting a lot more, uh, you know, fame now that you guys have obviously went viral due to that uh, January 12th um, tweet by John Boy and all them. I have the numbers here, 444.5 thousand viewers, 1.8 thousand likes. I mean, it's just crazy. But I saw on his Twitter, he's doing like a jingle madness, kind of like a March madness. So he has like number one seed and number 16 seed. I don't know if he got that by like how many likes they have and stuff. Right. But um, what do you think out of the ones you made so far? Like I wrote a couple down. I remember when when we were all in agony over Carlos Correa last year, I remember he made this song like, when the heck will we sign Carlos Correa? You know, and then the DJ Stewart, you know, everybody move your body for Stuart. So yeah. When you look back on the ones you made so far cuz I feel like it's been at least a couple months, you know, like obviously during the year, you know, you make them for when the prospects come up, obviously now we're in the off season so you're making them for the signings. You made one for Gioito. unfortunately he didn't he didn't yeah. bite on that one but
0: <laughs> Lucas you are who we want another solid riding in on as mixies, we've got to believe Gioedo you shoving
1: is just what we need. And I all handle the we we'll score the runs needed to But uh but so when you look back, which one do you think is their favorite so far? Or one that you really were like, oh man, I can't wait can to do this.
0: Uh I mean it's hard. i there are a lot of them that I'm very proud of just from like a, a technical musical side because you have to redo the song from scratch. I know when we did uh like, show them how to sign Justin Turner, like that was tricky because it's not like a vote. The it's very technical like the the main lead part. So trying to recreate that and all that stuff. But I think urshela is definitely up there because it kind of just worked out perfectly. Like urshela Umbrella, like that when we did yeah. it was like okay, this is this is fun. <laughs> Can't grow hit for channel, we can't make us that much better. Maybe we go get for sure. Maybe we go get for sure. But Manaya is also fun. I think with it going well as well as it did was made it, you know, even more up there as a favorite. <laughs> But I feel like when you, when you finish something, there's like a the moment of like, wow, I feel good about this. Because you kind of have to feel, you know, you never know what's going to happen when you post it. But at least when you post it and you're like, okay, I feel good about it and let it sit. And then let Mets fans react, whether it's good or bad. Yeah, exactly.
1: So um, when you, outside of this, when you started posting your stuff online, did you notice, did it impact like the people that came to your gigs or is it kind of like two separate things where it's like, you know, your online presence is more of the Met fans and they kind of stick to that and your gigs are a little different. Or do you think that like, see, you know, obviously with the viral post, do you think that that like, did that increase the numbers of your gigs or anything like that?
0: It could. Like I honestly, I haven't had a lot of gigs during this period. Like I've had them more kind of like things like, oh, I'm doing this play or this thing here and there, but like I haven't had like my own shows in a while. So if I, have one hopefully soon then I'm, I'm sure that would do pretty pretty well but it's cool because i've done gigs and people say hey i've seen you on twitter you know like that that happens a decent amount yeah. I'm out at you know a gig or like, oh wait you're a mets fan I was like, yeah it's like oh i saw you it happened to me yesterday it's like yo i saw you on john media i'm like oh wow so that stuff happens but yeah it's all cool it's really cool
1: yeah, it's funny. It's like there's different sects of like Met's, uh, Mets Twitter. You know, there's like the reporter section where they're reporting the news. You got like the aggregator section where they're, you know, saying like, according to so and so, you hear this. And then, of course, you have the the entertainment section. I saw that you um, I saw the other day that you guys met with Steve Cohen. Was that like a was that just like a happenstance or was that did he like contact you guys after seeing like the video or anything like that?
0: Yeah, well, apparently Steve Cohen's. I mean, we all know he's very active on Twitter, so he sees a lot of stuff. But uh, yeah, we got in, there was an event for Metropolitan Park of kind of just more showing face and really kind of just like a meet and greet type of deal with him and people who are involved with it all. And so uh, one of his people reached out and said, "Hey, are you guys available?" And we're like, "Oh, yes." And, so went <laughs> and uh, it was a lot of fun. He I mean he was. 'Cause I've seen Steve a couple of times, but obviously when you see him at City Field, there's kinda like there's not much time to talk with him. It's kinda like if he's there, everybody knows he's there. So you have to kind of like take your five seconds and be happy with it. But no, he he's a funny guy for sure.
1: Yeah. So um so when did this uh like in terms of like going back to kind of like I've already said like going back to the beginning, but also kind of going back to the beginning was it just like one video um because i know he's been doing the jingles for a while and i don't know if your music has always been behind them right it was kind of like did you guys start separate and then you kind of came together more recently so like how did that happen did you just like put your music behind one of them and then he said i really like that let's start working together more or was it or was it um or was it like he like dm'd you and said like hey let's start doing this or was it just kind of like it just worked its way
0: yeah, it kind of just happened with like the "Let the Kids Play" video thing when we saw the reaction of that. Because people before that, people liked my videos and people knew like he was more established than I was at that point. So they're like, "This is the collaboration we needed." So we're like, oh, well, people like this collaboration, so let's let's keep it going. So that's kind of really how it all began with the two of us.
1: Yeah, Do yeah. you have any um, you have any ready to go, or are you guys just spitballing in like the DMs or text messages, getting ready for? you know, whatever might come next, whether it's
0: a Jorge Soler or whether it's, you know, one of these relievers trying to like spitball. What do you got? Yeah. You kind of have to be on edge. You have to kind of be ready to go and kind of have ideas just ready to kind of map out. Cause I was saying to him like the other day, I said, you know what? I wanted Brent Suter. He would have been a good fit, but I couldn't think of a song that would have fit for Suter. He's like, you know what? It's a fair trade-off, <laughs> but I mean, it's tough because you have to kind of think of like, okay, what song, like, what is the name? Can the name, does it sound like a song or is it a thing that you can work around with the first name or the last name? So there's a lot that kind of goes into it all. But um, yeah, I mean, it's always fun to kind of just be creative in that way. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um,
1: also when you're making the videos, is it strictly his voice or do you like have, or do you use like audition or whatever other kind of music software to like enhance certain things? Cause obviously I know you're, you're obviously super good with that. So is that kind of, do you have to like kind of tweak his voice sometimes to make it sound more like the song or is it pretty spot on?
0: It's pretty, I pretty just, I take it, I can't talk. I'm sorry. I take it pretty Mm -hmm. raw as it is. And I kind of just put it in and the, I think the part that sometimes gets tricky is because when you have to take his vocal, he'll send it to me, but I usually can't start unless I get his vocals first just because if I start too fast or in a different key, then if I bring his in, then if it doesn't match up, then to kind of just rework all that stuff. But really, it's just a matter of like just timing things, making sure everything is clean. If anything, I'll try to, if a song has a certain effect, like a lot of reverb, then I'll throw that on and try to make it sound you know, more enhanced but not try to like reinvent it and try to you know do too much where it's like is that really him you know but just try to make it sound more professional if that makes sense yeah yeah absolutely yeah i mean this was awesome
1: i mean we actually um it's pretty funny because you know like it, it considering how kind of like monotonous this offseason has been for the Mets fans and kind of for baseball fans as a whole mm-hmm. it's been pretty interesting offseason when it comes to different stuff like outside the game like we have this guy currently who like has like his own podcast under our umbrella who was actually the guy who went viral for having the halloween costume reese green i don't know if you guys i don't know if you saw it was right at the end of october so he like he dressed as randy johnson and his girlfriend dressed as the ball yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we had that now we could do so it really it really works out because obviously You know, as many Mets fans know, you know it's kind of it gets kind of tricky when you're out of the running, or for the most part, you're kind of on the outside looking in with some of the other guys. It kind of works out with this stuff coming in because it really gives people, you know, a reason to keep tuning into baseball. So it's awesome. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, sounds good. All right. Well, thank you for coming on, and uh, everybody out there, follow Jr Simpson Music. That's on Twitter and Instagram, right? and and then uh, is it also yeah. jerson's music on tiktok correct yeah yeah gotcha gotcha and then obviously follow the jingle man uh at real black 14 vote in his jingle madness let's yeah. see which which uh which jingle comes out on top i got my money on either dj stuart or correa but at the same time you know harry bader you know you got sean Manaya. you got all these all these great jingles so it would be really interesting to see what goes on there thanks for coming up
0: oh, no problem thank you